Welcome and thank you for joining Something New, a bi-weekly musical theater podcast where I, Joel B. New, invite an exceedingly talented friend over to my apartment, we chat a bit, and then we lay down a brand new recording of one of my songs, which we end up premiering right here for your listening pleasure. Today's guest artist is a performer and Pilates teacher in the New York City area. She is currently certified through Pilates Academy International in mat, reformer, and chair. And Her Cadillac. And what? Cadillac. Cadillac? Yes. Like the car? Yeah, sort of. Well, we will talk about Okay. Yeah, we'll Uh, talk about (laughs) Her background includes dancing, aerobics, cycling, music, and theater. She's a teacher at Pilates on Fifth, the Yoga Room, and Astoria Fine Arts Dance. She's available for private Pilates sessions and teaches Pilates for performers by donation once a month. She challenges her students to see new possibilities in how they can move, teaching them to move with freedom, efficiency, and consciousness. Obviously, I'm talking about Stephanie Joyner. Hello! Thanks for joining me on my podcast. It's an honor to be here. So I'd like to talk a little bit about how we know each other, which is OCU. Definitely. Oklahoma City University. Kiss Me Kate. Kiss Me Kate. specific. Were you a freshman? Yes. Stephanie Joyner was one of those that just (laughs) came on the scene, and we were all like, who is this girl? (laughs) And she's awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah, and... um, so I brought Stephanie uh, to the podcast not only because she's a, a really successful and amazing performer, but because she also teaches Pilates. And um, so I want to just ask first and foremost, when and why did you decide to, to go into teaching Pilates? Well, um, for a long time I had thought, I don't have enough time in my life for everything. If I could just work out and get paid or combine something... Mm-hmm. It's all I, about multitasking. Yeah, so I thought I need to be in the fitness industry. Um, and uh, so I started playing around with like group fitness, maybe teaching some aerobics and stuff like that. But eventually I just found Pilates. It found me. I don't know. I started loving it, going to class. You can't see me, but I'm like five foot tall. I would walk out of class feeling like I was like so, like as tall as the ceiling. It just, it made me feel wonderful. Um, so I, I decided I really wanted to focus on Pilates, and I, I did. I started my education about three years ago, and I've been teaching for about a year and a half now. Nice. Yeah. And why, you know, so many of my friends have gone into the route of, of yoga instructing. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you, did you find yourself at that fork, or? Well, I, I mean, I did. Uh, they're, they're very complementary, and they're, they're different, but for my body, my needs are in Pilates, and I—it's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, I I practice yoga as well, but I but my what's really helped me stay like pain free and balanced in my body is Pilates. So I so I went that route. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so how how does being a te- I guess a, a student and a teacher of Pilates how does that enhance your performing? My awareness of my body has grown so much um and it's i mean we use our bodies as instruments as a performer you know so um so i know so much more about it and when i have a problem i have the tools to fix it or i have the right questions to ask in order to um get the confidence i need or to release the tension all that stuff um so it's really the body's crazy (laughs) i mean i'm sure i mean it's yeah yeah i'm sure everyone knows it's 
maybe you don't know. It's it's like you could just keep asking questions. You know, I we did a week of anatomy, we did a week of this and all this stuff, and I can just keep. I have a million books that I want to read. Um, the questions keep coming, and the discoveries keep coming, and it's like it's really exciting to watch my students also go through their own discoveries and like connect to their bodies. Nice. So, yeah. Do you find? Um, do you tell your students that you're a performer, or do they just have a sense that you are, or you know? I, I tell them, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a pretty personal thing, actually. Um, it's a little different than yoga. That a, a lot of people do private Pilates, so I teach a lot of privates, and it's one on one hour. So I get to know them; they get to know me a little bit. There's a mm-hmm. little bit of, of chit chat. Um, so so it comes up from time to time, and. Uh, it's, it's to be expected. I, I think more dancers and singers become Pilates instructors. It's particularly great for dancers. So I, I know a lot of the, the teachers teaching alongside me are dancers um, and music theater performers. So it's, it's common. With, with performing, you know, we're, we're taught to play bigger and to play to, to large amounts of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're working with large amounts of people on the stage. Um, so when you're... How does, does, how does that translate as a, into teaching? Well, it's interesting. I mean, teaching privates, um, a little bit easier because it's a conversation. I do teach about six classes a week, and those, uh, I don't know, those feel like performances because it's like, it's not a conversation. It is you, you know, yeah. and you're talking the whole time. So, um, so that, that sort of translates to being a performer and and just the dealing with people aspect I've learned I learned a lot about people performing growing up but I've learned more about people from teaching Pilates and because I don't teach only performers I teach all kinds of people and these people do not connect to their bodies on their own you know and it's it's very um, very cool to meet people from all walks of life and help them do that because this is the one body you get. This is it. <laughs> and if everyone else around you leaves you and hates you, it's going to be you and your, your body. So you better, it's, like... It's the, one, it's the yeah. one friend you're left with. It's, that's it. So I think it's, like, really important to, to know about, like, to get to know your body and not to ignore it. I think it's, like, really common, you know, these that. days. It's, yeah. it's nice to, to also be reminded that we don't live in this bubble of, you know, just artistic friends and performers yeah. and whatnot. I was like, no, there's a whole group of people out there who, who don't do what we do. And Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have the coolest clients. Like, they have cool jobs. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's really cool. Cool, cool. Well, um, so so talk about Pilates performers, if you if you want. Pilates yeah. performers. Yeah, so um, I've, I've done it four or five times. And I need to get back into it. I'm, I need to format it, I think, um, and find a way to really make it work. But I, I wanted a... It's, it's expensive. Pilates is so expensive. Yep. And I want a place... I want people who are in the same you know, situation as me, being a performer, uh, to be able to afford a workout that is good for them. And not, you know, just like with anything, you could overdo something. There are things in Pilates that would maybe not be as helpful to performers, and then there are things that are like so incredibly helpful, like all the breath work and um, and finding your center and the flexibility and those things. So I was, you know, um, so I like to gear that in the class, like gear towards those things that would help a performer prepare to be on stage, to kind of gain that physical neutral that we're always seeking 
so that we can let a character live within our bodies. So it's like going towards that. Nice. Yeah. And if people want to know when and where those are happening. You can go to my website. Which, which is? PilatesNYC.com. It's amazing that you have that website, by Yeah, the way. it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it was available. Nice. I bought it. That was that. <laughs> and you, you recently did a production of Masterclass at yes. Gallery Players. Yes. And, and that's, that's a play. Yes. That is a play. I did a play. I was so happy to do a play (laughs) for once. Yeah. And so, I mean, how did that come into fruition? If you want to... I mean, I I had seen that play one time, and I just, I loved it. I I loved what it said about artists. It's all about, um, you know, listening and finding the truth of every character situation and, like, working through it and finding it for yourself. You know, it's about Maria Callas saying all of these things. So, um, but yeah, there's a character that I was, like, really right for, and I kept auditioning and auditioning for different productions of it, and this one, like, worked out. I mean, I was thrilled, and it was here in town, so I got to stay here, and I had the best cast ever, best director. It was, it was a great experience. Wonderful. So, yeah. And how, um, always bringing it back to Pilates, did, Mm -hmm. did, did you prepare for that in any way using Pilates or I did you know I did a physical warm-up every day it was my it was the first chance in a long time to that I had a run of a show so I had done a couple of other things more recently that were either concerts or just like one weekend things and this was a good two two weeks I think or two and a half weeks um and so in order to be in a state of readiness to jump into a 20-minute scene, which is something new to me, Yeah, you know? Um, I, I definitely did a little Pilates, a little bit of yoga, and a lot of breath work right before I went on stage, and um, it was it was awesome. It, it, it really changed. I don't remember ever really doing that for any performance, to be honest, but mm. I, I felt like I needed it because there was such... It was a little different than musical theater. There was such give and take with the timing and everything with less music and I I just wanted to be in a state of readiness if you will like with my body and openness to like really um respond to like what's happening on stage did your fellow classmates or castmates rather Mm -hmm. get into into Pilates with you or no not really I mean we kind of all did our own things it was in Brooklyn we all came from different boroughs and um I mean they were all really awesome uh a couple of them, one of them was a kickboxing instructor, so we would talk sometimes, because I also love kickboxing. Really? Yeah, I think it's really fun. And then uh, the person who played Maria Callas, she she would talk to me about Pilates sometimes, because she takes from a teacher that she loves some Pilates and other stuff, so. Nice. Do you find, you know, because I know we all have, I have my, my favorite yoga teachers, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel like you're developing a following? Do you see certain people show up? Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely have repeat clients, and it's it's awesome. And I, you know, and getting to know them a little bit more each time and to see their breakthroughs is really really rewarding. Um, And both of the places I work at, what I love about them is that they have a ton of teachers. They really have a ton of teachers. So. There's, like, someone for everyone. Like, at first I was, like, really scared. I was like, I hope people like me. Like, are people going to come? But, like, you know, I I noticed that maybe this person doesn't come to my class, but this person does, and, like, everybody kind of finds, like, what works for them because there's all kinds of teachers, all kinds of classes. Um, Yeah, so it's it's cool. Thanks. Do you play music? Um, uh, For some of the classes. I also teach bar class, so the music is really important in that one. Yeah, I've Um, taken some. 
bar. Yeah. Some bar yeah. blast. Yes, bar blast. I teach bar blast at the yoga room. That is hard. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so so there's definitely music in that one, and then in some of the mat classes, I just play like a uh, background, like kind of uplifting, wordless, you know, music to. It's it's background, but it's like it gets people focused. Yeah, I appreciate the wordless yeah. music in those classes. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, there's some music, and I'm actually getting into making the mixes for Bar Blast, so I, I, I need to, I'm going to download, like, a program where I can actually mix my songs, because I think it's going to be awesome, you know, like, I yeah, can yeah. get the right beats per minute and stuff, so, like, I'm pretty excited, that's one of my next steps for that, that class, yeah. But you'll have to come back and let us know. Yes. And get your playlist all. Of course. Jammed out. Um, you've done some jazz nights. Yeah! At, um... Dimari. 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 Yes. You're in Astoria. Yes. Uh, with your fiance. Yes. And, so um, fun. Yeah. So tell me why and how and. Yeah. So my fiance has a business where he's working with restaurants a lot, and um, he became friends with the owners of this restaurant, and they were like, "We want to get more people in here. We want to get some live music going." And we were like. Hello, us right here. We can do that for you. <laughs> so, um, so we started doing some of those, and um, you know, it was it was kind of a mess the first few, but it got like tighter and tighter, and it's it was just really fun, like a, a really like playtime, you know, doing really jazz, fun. doing music theater, pop, whatever. Um, Talk about making your own opportunities. Yeah, you know, and um, and so and then they started bringing in some other people too, who have been great. So we become friends with some of the other people who sing there. Um, and then I think for the summer they're kind of slowing down because it's a lot of outdoor stuff. Right, right. So, so that's kind of slowed down for now, but um, really fun. And it's, it's something that Tony and I both really like. We want to kind of maybe develop our act and like take it on a cruise ship or something. What, what you got in, in the cooker? In the cooker right now. Um, lots of teaching and getting ready for my wedding. Oh my goodness. So that's pretty much it. I that, mean, that's, that is plenty. Yeah, it is. It's plenty. You know, I'm still in class and um, acting class and in voice lessons and all that stuff. I've just been uh, teaching a lot and, and seeing where it all goes. Eventually, you know, my goal is with the Pilates NYC site and the, and the Pilates Prime. I, I would like to have something geared toward actors, maybe help people get a warm-up together, kind of like what I did in master class, and help people find balance in their body. So that is a long-term goal of mine, um, to kind of wrap it all together. I love it. Yeah, but right now I'm just like focusing on being a good teacher. Because I'm learning so much, you know. Which I hear you are already. So oh, I mean, well, thank well, you. Well, if you're teaching at the yoga room, which, you know. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome place. Shout Both out of the to places the yoga room. I teach are, like, stellar. So. Well, that speaks highly of you. Well, yeah, I guess it does, now that you say it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Thank you. I'm very honored to be a part of uh, the places I teach, so. Nice. Let's set up the song. Let's set up the song. So, so Steph Jo, as I call her, has, has, has been really generous over the years to, to work on new material with me and... Wonderful well, new material. Well, thank you. I love thank singing. You. Thank you. Let's, it's not, it's, um, you know work in progress but um you know Steph has been there for for many a step along the journey and um and she's helped me develop a, a number of songs for Mackenzie and the Missing Boy and I'm super grateful and um this is yet another one from that piece that I'm working on with my book writer Kara Winter and um this is a Mackenzie song and um very 
at the at the tip top of Act Two, uh, when last we saw our, our characters, uh, Mackenzie and her partner in crime Frank had just conned this old woman into giving them a large amount of money um, for information leading to the whereabouts of her missing boy, um, which they actually don't know. And so they come home with their with money in hand, and um, and there's a squatter sitting in their apartment who's not supposed to be there, and um, you know Frank has his gun out, and Mackenzie, who's starting to regret some of the choices she made in Act One, takes pity on this man and pleads uh, with Frank that they should you know spare him, not only spare him but let him stay the night. And so there, then we have this this fun little ditty called Another Mouth to Feed. I love it. Thank you. Well, I love you singing it. Um, and if you love her singing it, and of course you will, uh, just remember it's a, it's, uh, it'll be available for free download on my SoundCloud page uh, until the next podcast. And if you'd like to request cheat music, you may write me at joelbnew at gmail.com for a free PDF. Um, make sure that you like my fan, my fan page on Facebook. Visit JoelBNew.com, visit PilatesNYC.com, yes. and StephanieJoiner.com, which I went to earlier today, and it's beautiful. Oh, thanks. And uh, subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends. Uh, our next episode, the founder of the Chris York Voice Studio, He's awesome. Chris York. He's awesome. He is awesome. Yeah. He's a good one. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, thank you, Stephanie Joyner, for thank being you. on my podcast. My pleasure. Yeah. So fun. Super, super fun. Uh, from my apartment in Astoria, this is Joel B. New. And Stephanie Joyner. Saying thank you for dropping by for something new. What's another mouth to feed? What would the harm be in another supper setting? I don't think you'd really mind. Another mattress on the floor. What's another mouth to feed? Where are the manners you're conveniently forgetting? Did you leave them all behind? Back at the five and ten cent store. Just a bit more clarity. Let's go on a whim. Let's think of him as our little bundle of joy and charity. Another mouth to feed Make you feel generous instead of guilty or bad For taking all that ransom So what do you say, handsome? 
He'll be the son we never had.